Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. His bark is worse than his bite. This is the Roy Green Show. Saskatchewan Premier Scott Moe at the top of the next hour. We'll also be speaking with Laura Jones, the Executive Vice President of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business in British Columbia, about the issue of the Trans Mountain Pipeline purchased by the provincial or the federal government, federal liberals, $4.5 billion. Uh, somebody sent me an email saying, this is the beginning of the nationalization of the uh, natural resources industry. And uh, the cynic in me says, let's keep an eye on that. Scott Newark joins us, former Crown Attorney in Alberta, former Executive Director of the Canadian Police Association and Adjunct Professor at Simon Fraser University. And, uh, man, we spoke about at some length, Scott, at the beginning of the year, Joshua Boyle, who says he was kidnapped by the Taliban with his eight-month pregnant wife um, and was held by them and then the Akani Network and wound up back in Canada sitting uh, in the Prime Minister's office just before he was arrested and uh, and and spent time in jail awaiting trial now he's made bail specifics are not made public but the 19 charges are very serious criminal allegations what do you make of this well this has been the uh, the long awaited bail hearing as you say he was arrested at the very beginning of January on the uh, the charges there was an immediately a publication ban uh, put on it uh, people were paying attention to this both because of his, as you and I, I quite agree, his rather bizarre behavior. Uh, it's not exactly clear that, uh, notwithstanding apparently being kidnapped by the Al Haqqani network, that he's actually not a supporter of the Taliban. And then he shows up in the prime minister's office, uh, you know, doing a photo op uh, internally, uh, and then he's charged with all of these very serious uh, counts. Uh, and so originally, his lawyers, he's uh, his, he's well lawyered up, his. Uh, uh, father is a, a former federal court judge, um, and uh, he uh, gets an original psych assessment that says he's fit to stand trial. So the lawyer says, "Well, okay, I'd like a further psych assessment." And he's been in custody since then, uh, until last Friday when he was brought back uh, after almost five months in uh, custody, and the bail hearing was held. And as you say, a judge granted him bail with some pretty strict conditions that I think are actually revealing about what's going on with the case. Talk about that. Well, uh, first of all, he is required to live with his parents. That's where he started to live. They live in a little town outside of Ottawa called Smith Falls. But very interestingly, he's uh, uh, required, first of all, he's got to wear a GPS electronic monitoring uh, ankle bracelet. But also, uh, he's got to put up a bond of 10000 bucks, and his parents each individually have to post, I can't tell whether it's 10000 cash each or whether it's a bond for $10,000 each, which is suggestive, in my experience, that 
although the court's agreeing to release him, they've got some concerns about whether the people that will supposedly be supervising him, i.e. his parents, are trustworthy or not. Uh, the case is supposed to come back to court on the 15th of June, at which point they will set a, uh, a trial date in the future. And perhaps the most interestingly of all, because of the publication ban, so because we, we don't know who the, the alleged victims are, but he is also not allowed, he's, uh, he has to surrender his passport, he's not allowed to have access to the Internet, and he's not allowed to communicate with the victims or their relatives. And you'll recall that his uh, wife's family had actually come up, they're from the United States, they'd actually come up uh, to see their uh, daughter. The father was very, very upset that this guy had taken his daughter off to be where she was uh, kidnapped by the uh, Haqqani network. Uh, and that's when these uh, crimes were reported. So I find that very interesting in the latest twist of this bizarre story. You think this is all tied in with the publication ban? Yeah, you're, they, the media are not allowed to report anything in relation to who the victims are. And uh, even though there would have been evidence about that on the bail hearing, they're not allowed to report that either. Yeah, I, I still want to know how it is that Joshua Boyle made it to the Prime Minister's office and what kind of relationship they had. I think it was 11 years previously. And Boyle said something about them having had an interesting time or something like yeah. that. Well, what, what, what that actually was is that um, a lot of people weren't aware of it at the time. Uh, uh, Boyle was actually previously married to Zainab Khadr, who is Omar yeah. Khadr's sister. Yeah, I remember that. That's how he first got notoriety. He became. Is a that guy. how he met Justin Trudeau? Well, you know what he asked. Legitimate question. Said, uh, and I've got it here. He goes uh, after he had taken the uh, the pictures, um, and it was not revealed by the prime minister's office, but rather through a tweet from Boyle's account, the name of which is Boyle's versus the world, which is interesting. Mm. And it included photos and a comment. Incidentally, not our first meeting with Justin Trudeau. That was in 2006 in Toronto over other common interests. Ha, ha. So, yeah, that got some people's attention about what exactly yeah. those common interests do uh, all were. The, do all and the roads. the fact that this guy is somebody who was, you know, married to uh, Zainab Khadr, which was... Of course, the sister of the guy that Justin cut a check to for $10.5 million. And yeah, do all the roads lead to the Cutters? It is funny, isn't it? How it is funny. So frequently, this fa- what, what, uh, what I described years ago as the first Canada's first family of terrorism, mm-hmm. uh, how frequently uh, things do come back in some way yeah. to have some connection. As long as we don't see Omar sitting on Justin's lap in the PM or we're fine. <laughs> you know, or maybe being a sponsor for him on bail or something. You know? <laughs> Talk to you soon, Scott. All right, bye-bye. Thank you for the time. Scott New York, we're back after this.